Every year in the NFL, it's a new team. As far as goals go, we have one. Putting a f***ing ring on our finger. Welcome to the Buccaneers Observer Podcast. This is Ralph Phillips. I'm Molly Bay. Today is, it doesn't matter. It don't yeah. matter what today is. It's Super Bowl champions till September, whenever the, the first game is. I don't know. Then we're just like defending champs. Well, we're Super Bowl champs until we're defending Super Bowl champs. Yeah, that's true. I okay. guess. All right. The point being. Fair enough. Fair enough. Every day is a celebration day until September next year. How about that? Now, today yeah. is February 9th, 2021. Two days removed from us beating the mess out of the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, embarrassing them in front of the world. It was not even close. It wasn't even close. And hey, if you if you watch this podcast, listen to us, know anything about us at all, you know what's coming. You know what's coming. I told you. I told you. you. <laughs> We're so obnoxious. Like everyone yeah. just turn it off right now. Hey, you know, whatever. They they missing out. They're missing out. Uh, Molly had said, what was it? Like like two days after we won the NFC Championship, you came to me. You said, we're going to beat the mess out of the Chiefs. It's not going to be close. Not even close. Now, when she does that, she does, she does this very rarely, you know, where she, like, really puts herself out there and says, you know, this is I've, – I've got a feeling or whatever. Uh, it wasn't really much of a feeling as much as you watch games and stuff and you – just came to the conclusion you were like yeah we're gonna beat the mess out of it <laughs> yeah so i took that dead serious and i sat down and i watched every single game all 22 that patrick mahomes has played and i came away with the same conclusion now <laughs> you listen to our podcast on our prediction of the super bowl what was your score prediction oh hold on how oh, i gotta find it oh goodness Look, I'm not look we're not even talking about the team. I we're talking know. about how great we are. How great we <laughs> Okay. Okay, I uh, said 33-21 and you said 42-28. Yes. So. That's right. We both said a beatdown. So but we, were, we gave the Chiefs more credit. Way more credit. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was worse than more of a beatdown than we even expected. Yeah, it was worse than I thought. Yeah. Like yeah. I predicted three scores. Uh I thought they would be touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> they were not. Him, like a dummy i gave him four touchdowns i know i know. got three field goals oh my god i you know it was beautiful it was glorious it was glorious and uh let's get back on the how awesome we are again. okay let's do that everybody everybody in bucks media picked the bucks to win and i think most of them did it begrudgingly they knew they couldn't they couldn't not pick the bucks to win right but they all they were like, oh, it's gonna be a close game. 34-31, uh, 28-31, mm-hmm. something like that. We are the only ones, only ones who said this was going to be a beatdown by the Buccaneers. So, you know, take that with what you will. Uh, you know, what it says to me as either we know our stuff better than everybody else, or everybody else just sucks. You know, they just <clears throat> I think of a combination of the two. Yeah. You know, we're, we're watching before the game. We're watching all the pregame stuff. I had it on all day long. Do these people oh watch goodness. football? That's I just don't. That's what I was. I'm the whole time. I kept going to Molly. I'd be like, Molly, are you hearing this? They, they, these people don't watch football. They don't know what's going on. They don't, they're not, they're not prepared for what's coming. 
And I was like, hopefully the Chiefs are the same way. <laughs> and obviously they were. My God, what a beatdown that was. What a beatdown. It started off from the very from the get-go. From the get-go. Well, and the Bucks' offense started off slow, too. So you're like, oh, is this going to be a defensive thing? Mm-hmm. You know, Or is it just the offenses need some time to get into a rhythm? And fortunately for us, the Bucks did get into a rhythm. But mm-hmm. the Chiefs, again, fortunately for us, they got a, could they not. They got into a rhythm. Ever. It was a drumming <laughs> by the fucking ears. That was the only real thing. <laughs> my favorite meme of this, Molly sent it to me today, was, what did it say? It said, here's, or, or, this is how Super Bowl 55 went. And it showed Patrick Mahomes out there and no Against our defense. Bucket. And yet our whole defense like was lined up. up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Pat it's Mahomes. Like, that's exactly how it went. Beat down. Whoa. Beat down. It we- was so bad. I just did not... You just thought, you know, I mean, they're just a year removed from being in the same place. And so you just thought, eh, you know, th- they're going to do something. I mean, they're a hard team to beat. We lost to them in the season. And so it just felt like there was always that chance that they could come back. Yeah, that's what they are no- normally do. Yeah. That's what they normally do. They get down two, three scores and then just. Boo, 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 no, like not like year. this, though. No. No, no, this is this is. I don't know that they've ever experienced getting the shit beat out of them like we did. No, no, this is the first time in Patrick Mahomes' football career in the NFL where he has not thrown a touchdown in a game. It was just a total beatdown. No. Bucks fans were the only ones having fun watching this oh, yeah. Yeah. game. I mean, <laughs> Chiefs fans obviously not having mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. But someone said to me today, they were like, you know, if you weren't a fan of either team, like it was kind of boring. Yeah, so one sided. Yeah, and uh, I, I do, I do want to touch on that a little bit, but I, let's get some excitement out of the mm-hmm. way here first. Yeah, it, you know. oh, I don't hate that because I'm a Bucks fan, so it was great for me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were just. Dominant. Dominant. Like, in nobody every thought of the game. that we were going to win. I mean, most national media, they were picking the Chiefs. Yeah. It's, that yeah. whole storyline, the whole freaking two weeks leading up to it was passing the torch. Mm-hmm. Who's the goat? Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. Uh, do they just need stuff to talk about? Is yeah. that all it is? Yes. I'm telling you, it's a, you know, me and you talk about this a lot the difference between character and personality. And that's what we're seeing in the NFL. You know, there's a there's a huge, huge uh, d- deficit of uh, good teams in the NFL. It, you know, you think you look at, you know, the, the the Drew Breeses, the Andrew Lux, the Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers, the Matt Ryan's. They're gone. They're leaving. You know, the, mm-hmm. the only ones left really is going to be Aaron Rodgers and and Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers, yeah. yeah, you know all these old school, uh, true mechanic, uh, precision guys are gone. Now what's coming in their place are these gimmicky, mm-hmm. uh, throwing finesse, finesse running. Yeah. You know these guys that aren't spending any time like building the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jameis Winston's, yeah, it was Jameis Winston's problem. I mean, he was a mm-hmm. great quarterback. He had, you know. He had the arm, he had the, the the scrambling ability, but he just couldn't not be a playmaker. He could, he you know, he always wanted to be the highlight plays. He always wanted to be on the front of the box of the EA Sports. 
you know, the Wheaties box and all that stuff. And it seems like to me that that's what these guys are shooting for. It, it, they're almost like Instagram famous. You know, everybody mm-hmm. wants to be, you know, the, the pizzazz, the now, the what's happening. You know, and then you look at Tom Brady. You know, this is a guy who has spent his entire career mastering sitting in the pocket. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. He ain't worried about running. He ain't worried about throwing it other hand or, you know, off his back or anything like that. He has mastered the fundamentals of playing quarterback better than anybody that's been in the league ever. And it shows he's got seven rings for it. He's been in the Super Bowl 10 times. Patrick Mahomes is never going to get there. You know, he's never going to get there. Nobody will. Nobody will. Nobody no, can. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> if if they were to start now, it'd be 20 years from now before somebody could possibly catch up to Brady. And the only way you're going to be able to do it is to, you know, just be, just grind out these fundamentals, man. You know, that's what makes Brady great. I mean, he's got a great arm. He's extremely accurate, but he's accurate because he he's always in the correct position to throw the ball <laughs> every single time. It that point really got driven home for me when on YouTube, the quarterback school, we watched him analyze Colin Kaepernick's Mm -hmm. workout that he did in Atlanta. And, you know, he supported Kaepernick and he said, I believe in what he's doing. I believe he got blackballed by the NFL. Mm -hmm. But which he didn't say that to the end, but just analyzing his mechanics. And he's like, you know, every time you're dropping back, you're dropping back a different way. You're moving your feet a different way. You have, you know, all these things. Um, and that's what really drove it home for me, how important just working on your craft and practice yeah. and the consistency. Yeah. And that's yeah. what the quarterback school said. It's what JT O'Sullivan, former NFL quarterback, Breaks down film. If you guys haven't watched him, you should watch him. But he that's what he said. You have to have that consistency mm-hmm. in the league and especially to have the kind of longevity that Tom Brady has. Right. But it's boring. It mm-hmm. is very boring. Tom Brady's a boring quarterback to watch. The Patriots were boring to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and like you said, people watching this, they're like, eh, it's boring. <laughs> uh, you know, unless you're a Buccaneers fan. Yeah, yeah, it is boring. It's boring to do the right stuff. And that's why you get all these media people, you know, they want this dynamic, mm-hmm. you know, the Patrick Mahomes, the Copernics, the uh, RG3s, the, uh, uh, the Tim Tebow's, the... Uh, Johnny Football, the Manziels, the you know these guys that you know they're not really quarterbacks. They're they're just, they're they're show. Mm-hmm. They're show ponies. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're good for a few years. Like Cam Newton. Cam Newton took the league by storm, but then just flat fell on his face in the Super Bowl. And since then, he's just sucked. He just sucks. You know because he. You know, everybody learned, you know, he was a one-trick pony. He was, you know, his show pony skills only last a few years. That's mm-hmm. the reason why Tom Brady has, has gone as far as he has, because he's not shooting for the show pony stuff. He's shooting for the, the workhorse, the mule, the Clydesdale, you know. He's, every day he's out there, you know, working on the millimeters of, you know, he, what was it he talked about? Oh, no, that was Aaron Rodgers talking about watching his game film from a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I noticed when I dropped back on my, you know, and I did my first hitch. I wasn't dropping my hips far, you know, and it's that type of stuff that makes a good, great quarterback. You know, mm-hmm. And, you know, you got Patrick Mahomes. I sat there and I watched every single game that he's played in in the NFL, watched the all 22. 
And I, I was just amazed. I was like, how is this guy winning games? It's mm-hmm. it, it, Their offense seemed to be, let's just throw enough crap against the wall and something will stick. And that's what would happen. Stuff would stick during the game and they'd end up winning. Yeah. But it, it wasn't, it, it just isn't, I don't know. It, uh, it, there's no longevity there. It, no. It's not going to be. This might be it. I mean, who knows? I mean, they fell on their face. And like you said, this is the worst game he's probably ever had, and he did it on the biggest stage. It's hard to come back from that, man. I mean, you yeah. have to have serious, serious, strong character to come back from that. We'll see if he's got it. Well, I watched his post-game press conference today, and I will say he handled it with so much grace and humility, and I was really impressed in that respect. You know, the reporters gave him every opportunity to blame Mm. everything else, like his foot and, you know, the penalties and this Mm. and that, and he just wasn't, you know, he wouldn't take it. He was like, you know, uh, my foot was bothering me in the championship, and Mm -hmm. uh, I played through it, and we won the game. So, no, I can't put it on my foot, you know. And so I really I had a lot of respect for him for handling it the way that he did. Yes. I think he's a great guy. I mean, I, mm-hmm. he, he seems to be great. And I would really like to see him. I think if he did buckle down and start worrying about being a pocket passer and getting the fundamentals down, you know, it might take a couple of years for him to, you know, get to, to, you know, the winning level he's at now. But the the league is just so – you know, we we have it's it's too much, too much pizzazz. You mm-hmm. know, we're we've we've pushed the league to be scoring. You know, we've got all these rules about offense, helping the offense, helping the offense, helping the offense. We push these guys to be running quarterbacks and these tricksters and all that good stuff, and it's taken away from the game in the sense. You know, it reminds me of boxing. You know, boxing is you know the. T- Old sport, there's really only one way to win, and that's just to be able to take a punch better than your opponent and be able to give <laughs> a punch better than your opponent. You know, that's, that's yeah. really all there is to it. But then every now and then you'll have guys come in like Muhammad Ali or Sugar Ray Leonard or, uh, uh, gosh, who was that guy? I met him at the restaurant down here. Anyhow, these guys that, you know, they come in and they're all pizzazz and flashy and, you know, they jump around and, you know, they have their, their defense down and, you know, the counter punches and all that good stuff. And they'll take people, you know, and they'll, they'll win because it's, you know, the, the sport really wasn't set up for that type of stuff. So, you know, they caught people off guard and everything. But when it comes down to it, it's the, uh, the Mike Tysons, the, uh, Oscar De La Hoyas, the, uh, the, the my favorite boxer of all time. <laughs> I can't remember his name. Uh, you know these, you. huh? I said it'll come to you. Yeah, it'll come to me. In a Midnight. <laughs> yeah, these guys that just you know singular focus. Uh, they they worked on one thing and mastered it, and just you know eventually they're just going to beat you down in the dirt with it. You know you might get them every now and then, but you know they are going to beat you in the dirt with the fundamentals and. You know, with football, it's gotten so far away from fundamentals, man, so far. You know, like the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, they're a big trick play offense. You know, their defense is all about being tricky. And, uh, you know, their quarterback is all about being tricky. You know, and their uh, the receivers are the, – the only person on that team, I would say, 
on offense who I felt is a uh, a tough football player, you know, and, and we have taken toughness out of the sport a lot. Mm-hmm. It's Travis Kelsey. Now he's a tough. Oh yeah. Uh, well, and he was their leading receiver. He had like 133 yards. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, you could put you could put Travis Kelsey on the New York Jets, and he's going to get a hundred yard game. Yeah, you know, he's just he's a tough. You know, he's going to go out there and, and do what needs to be done, and you know, get up in your face and all that good stuff. But you know, with our team, you know, I was sad when it was over. I was extremely elated. I was up till three o'clock at night, just pacing and talking, and, and you know, just. Yeah, we were extremely drunk. We, we, took, <laughs> we were taking sh- touchdown <laughs> shots. But like by the end of it, very quietly, because there was a cheese fan in the bar and uh, she was so nice. She was yeah. the nicest lady. I felt, see, this is the woman in sports thing. Like we felt bad for her, or I felt bad for her. I'm like, okay, let's do our shots. But like, don't be too loud, guys. <laughs> <laughs> don't celebrate too much. We might make her sadder. Yeah. <laughs> and she didn't believe in. Yeah, she left about midway through the third quarter, I think. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure when she left, but uh, I, th- I heard that midway through the third quarter is when everybody kind of just knew the game was over. Yeah. People fell asleep at home. <laughs> People turned the television off, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the next day I-, I was still elated, but then again it starts to hit you. Football's over. You know? No you more know, football. And I feel this way every year at the end of every year. And sometimes it's sadder Depressing. than other years yeah. because, you know, our coach is getting fired and yeah. most of this team is gone. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the reality of being a Buccaneers fan the yeah. last 18 years. Mm-hmm. But this year, and I always have an attachment to every team and i'm always sad when it's over because Mm -hmm. i'm like we will not have this team next year like we might be mostly intact but there are guys who Mm -hmm. aren't gonna make it you know it's like going into this season it was like we lost carl and and Mm -hmm. the year before it was adam humphreys you know so um that always seems to happen but this i just feel like this team is so so special and you know a lot of it because of what they've accomplished, but I just feel like they have come together so much as a group and they just have, and this is where I feel like we had an edge over the Chiefs was that it's kind of what you were saying with that toughness, but it it's, this team has like a culture of toughness, like they, they compete with each other and mm-hmm. but like for each other too like they're balling on the field yeah. for each other like they you can just tell they have this rapport and mm-hmm. this bond you know it's like mike evans saying that he would take less money to if it meant that they could bring more guys back i mean yeah. how many nfl stars are gonna do that like mm-hmm. not many like do you think ezekiel elliott is doing that no he's mm-hmm. holding out every off season right you know it's and mm-hmm. so but then i also feel like this team is tough in like it seems like particularly in this postseason they have remembered every slight <laughs> <laughs> from this season and at the time you could not tell at all that they took exception to it right. or that it bothered them but it came out this postseason yeah and they have been it's like they were just waiting for the opportunity to get some vengeance and to prove themselves and yeah. they were gonna rub it in your face you disrespected them 
initially Mm -hmm. and they took it in stride and they were just waiting for their opportunity to prove you wrong yes yeah it was yeah the the peace sign the peace sign the two it was two that was that was awesome and i was like yeah take the penalty (laughs) i didn't even care that's a beautiful penalty right there (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh you know and here's here's the thing about this team the whole NFL is in shock mm-hmm. and are sweating because this team is coming back intact next year to, to large part. I mean, 80% intact at least. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get guys that take less money to come right, back. Right, right. Yeah, everybody's, everybody's going to sacrifice to get back on this team. And the NFL is not prepared for this team. They – this goes back to what I was saying earlier. You know, the NFL, there's just not a lot of good teams. And when I say not a lot of good teams, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of good players. And there's a lot of good players that make teams good. But there's not a lot of good teams. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we are a good team with a lot of good players. There's nobody, nobody in the league that's even close to us. Second place is is way down the list you know it's it's, the kansas city chiefs i mean they are 31st in the league yeah exactly and and you know we we didn't have a preseason or nothing you know but basically the first four games of us was our preseason you know and plus we were learning you know everybody's been through all this before but you know tom brady was learning a completely different offensive style and language and and everything you had new players first time 20 years i mean that's It'd be like you switching your career, you know, and having to go learn a job in Spanish, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a few months. And then becoming the CEO of the company within your first year. So, you know, the rest of the league is just sitting there going, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, my God. You Shit. know, how no, are we going to stop this? Uh-huh. No team more so than the New Orleans Saints. Well, yeah, I, I, they're done. You know, yeah. if Drew Brees ain't coming back, they're done. You know, and he he is the linchpin of their team. Well, and I don't think they have any money to pay anybody, no. and especially with the salary cap mm-hmm. going down. Yeah, they're, they're going to be a disaster. Uh, so yeah, I mean, we we're just going to roll over our division. That's going to be like six easy wins. Uh, you know, so yeah, next year it's going to be better than this year for uh, for the Buccaneers. Yeah, we, yeah, we're going to the Super Bowl again. We're going to win it again, and it, it, I, I can't see if you. I don't know when in the future we're not going to win it. I don't. There's not a team that's close to us. Mm-mm. It's it's insane. You know, I, like I said, watching the Kansas City Chiefs, I was watching them. I was watching them. I was like, nobody can stop these guys. But it just seems like I don't want to say luck, but it's just that they just throw enough crap against the wall, and something eventually sticks. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's not that's not a way to run a football team if you ask me. I mean, that's not yeah, I don't that's not the sport, you know. I mean it's it's the sport is mastering your craft mm-hmm. and putting mm-hmm. together a cohesive game plan yeah. and yeah. you know, not just relying on your pure talent. I mean, this is one of the things that separates football from other sports is that it's a lot of strategy and your you know, it's about the matchups teamwork. and teamwork. We, teamwork 
you know, figure out where you have an advantage over your opponent. I mean, there's so much that goes in. It's so complex and mm -hmm. there's so much that goes into it. And so you, ca you can't rely on gimmicks and expect to be a winner consistently. Mm -mm. No. And, but, and that's what seems like most teams are doing. You know, they're relying on a few good players and, you know, it, it's, it's just, I well, I think the shelf life of a good team is so short. Yeah. You know, in yeah. like this day and age, you have like, first of all, coaches have a very short shelf life. Mm -hmm. If you're not succeeding, you're gone in two years. Right. So you've got that. And then you also have how long do you get a quarterback who has success who once you get enough film on him, you can't beat. And that's mm -hmm. what tends to happen, particularly with these running quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, you know, it, it just makes for a, like you said, a lot of flash in the pan stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, and you, you have just to, total teams, you know, the uh, franchises that have just been built around this you know, foundations of sand, you know, and, it it kind of hurts because you look at the the game, the Super Bowl. Top, uh, Gronkowski got two touchdowns. Antonio Brown got a touchdown, and Leonard Fournette got a touchdown. That was four free agents that we got this year, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But it was the foundation of our team, our defensive line, and our cornerbacks that made this game what they it was. They won this game for us, yeah. yeah. And our no offensive question. line, and our you know it was. It was definitely a team thing, but it, it made it look like they were the, the free agents were the reason why we got here, mm -hmm. but they weren't. I mean, yes, Tom Brady is definitely the reason, but you know we could have done it without Gronk. We could have mm -hmm. done it with Antonio, uh, Antonio Brown. We would have done it without Fournette. Mm -hmm. You know, the and it it kind of hurt me that Mike Evans didn't get a touchdown or Godwin or Scotty Miller or Brait. You know, I wanted to see those guys get a touchdown, but I think we we could have passed out touchdowns like candy in this game. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we stopped at thirty-one and just kind of went. Eh, let's just kind of run out the clock a little bit. You know, we yeah. we could have just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. They they had no answer for us uh, on offense or defense. Oh my God! But it it does give the impression to anybody that doesn't know the Buccaneers that we are kind of a flash in the pan. You know, we were we built our team through free agents, and we even had a uh, uh, one of our listeners ask us about that, how we felt about this being a free agent team as opposed to a homegrown, mm -hmm. ground up team. And I felt like it was a combination that we have a very solid base of homegrown drafted guys. Oh, absolutely! That we've been building for yeah. a few. I mean, our whole defense, Most basically. Most of our offensive line, yeah, our whole yeah. defense. Uh, well, the minus. receiving core. Yeah. Right. Our receiving core. So, you know, it, it kind of, you know, you, you go, oh, you know, casual fans are going to say, oh, they we basically bought the Super Bowl. You know, we hired a bunch of mercenaries, but that's not even that's not nowhere near the truth, man. I mean, we have a strong foundation. We built a house here that it's going to be take it's going to be a long many, many years before this house is ready for uh, demolition. You know, we, 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 we're just now starting. We're just now starting to be the team that we are going to be. Awesomeness. There's a, there's nobody in the league. Nobody is even close to what we have. You know? And we're going to be copied. If Everybody's going to copy everything mm -hmm. we did in this Super Bowl. 
you know, which is cool because yeah. we did sound fundamental stuff. You know, we weren't mm-hmm. out there tricking people or flashing. Well, you know, our defense was doing a lot of weird stuff in the secondary, you know, our coverage and everything. But we've always done that mm-hmm. you know, since Bowles has been here. And uh, but, you know, it was it was sound tackling, sound blocking. You know, great route running, good offensive designs. Uh, Tom Brady just staying in the pocket and throwing precise pro- throws to, you know. It, uh, yeah, I just felt stuff. like it was good, solid football by the mm-hmm. Buccaneers in mm-hmm. every respect. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was, before the game, there was an article or uh, somebody on one of the talking heads in the national media talked about, said, the Buccaneers and the Saints, or the Buccaneers and the Chiefs are pretty much the same team. Mm-mm. And I was like, what? The, that was another one of those. Do they even watch the games? We are so polar opposite, you know, on our defense and our offense than them. We're the exact opposite. It was it was really a good clash of you fight a boxer, you box a fighter. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a very fundamental team against a flashy, uh, you know, try to trick you, pizzazz team. You know, guys that tackle good against, you know, guys speed. That, against speed. Yeah. Right. Very physical. We were very physical mm-hmm. from the first, from the kickoff, first kickoff. We were physical, much more physical than them. We had a lot more energy too. I've been, I've been watching the all 22. Uh, I'll have the first Tiffy video out tomorrow. Lots of stuff, lots of fun stuff. Just right off the bat, Jensen would, would <laughs> he, he got up in 55's face, Clark. <laughs> And started jawing. I mean, they were pushing each other. And Jensen headbutted him. What? Yeah. He didn't get called for it? No. It was kind of off to the side. But, I mean, it, it was just like that headbutt that he got called for oh. in the, mm-hmm. was it the Saints game. You know, where he just kind of leaned forward. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, yeah, they were going at it. Right from the get-go. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. <laughs> what, do, what do you think about the penalties? A couple of them. I would be mad if I was Chiefs fans. Yeah. I did not like that Mike Evans call that pass interference where their feet kind of got tangled. Mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't I didn't like that one. It looked to me like Mike sold it. Oh, hell yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. And he even said as much later in the after uh, post-game interview on the NFL well, Network. Was he, when he was wearing that cool dinner jacket. Yeah, that I love that so jacket. Awesome, yeah, it, so it was cool. black and red. Yeah. It was cool. But they said, you know, you only got one catch. And he goes, um, excuse me, what about all the penalties? Yeah. That should count for something. <laughs> I can draw them penalties. <laughs> he does, man. But, you know, I mean, that's that's the mark of a good receiver. Any good receiver is going to do that, especially one that's very physical mm-hmm. as he is. Yeah, th- uh, there, were, there was a couple calls by the refs. I was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Uh, but it, that wasn't the difference in the game. It, it wouldn't yeah, have made a difference. Exactly. Like you do, oh, they did have 120 yards in penalty yardage. They could have had zero. So there's that. I know. Penalty yards. I know. We, I mean, it was a beat down coming. There was yeah. nothing they could have done. I know. I know. Oh, their their offense. You know, and everybody's talking about all oh, their offensive line, and you know, it doesn't matter. They, no, they they it didn't see it. I know. Yeah. It didn't see a chance. Mm-mm. No, our guys. Our guys were. Gearing to go, oh my gosh. and everybody played great. Everybody played great. I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, the all 22 go all the way through it and see if it's as good as I thought it was. You know, you know, did they make a lot of mistakes? Did how many mistakes did we make? Blah, blah, blah. I just felt like it was there was just nothing that they could do. No. Like mm-hmm. they were ne- like our defense was just so 
dominant and they just didn't have a chance. And I mean, statistically, Pat Mahomes put up nearly the same as Tom Brady as far as like yardage goes. Mm -hmm. Uh, He did throw two interceptions. So (laughs) there's that. And had no touchdowns. And then I, I can't remember how many sacks he had. Not that many, but he was under, I mean, he was just running for dear life. Oh, he had three sacks. He got sacked three times. But that doesn't even count all the times he threw it. I mean, how many? No, he was did pressured he, like 32. I know. Like over half. Like 35 times. Yeah, yeah, he was pressured. Had 10 yeah. hits, I think it was. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, quarterback, 10 quarterback hits. Yeah. Um, For the Bucks defense. And then 35 pressures per. Football yeah, they they the defense Todd Bowles just did a great job. He figured something out. Up. Yeah, didn't he do what you said to do? Mm-hmm. Yep, I was getting ready to get to that. <laughs> Talk about how great I am. <laughs> yep, right right away I sat there and I watched that they were they were playing man coverage, two high safeties. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> and we shut them down immediately because you know, they they tried to do an RPO. I think it was the second play of the game. They tried to do an RPO and Barrett masterfully masterfully faked out Mahomes because Mahomes was keying on Barrett depending on what Barrett did. If Barrett went for the run, then he was going to pass it. And if Barrett went for the the pass, if Barrett would have gone for the quarterback, then he would have handed it off. So Barrett acted like he was going for the run. And as soon as Mahomes pulled that ball out to pass it, Barrett turned and went straight for the quarterback. I was like, yes. And then, but then we were also baiting him to throw it to the outside that is what you said. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was, yeah, I was so thrilled. I was so happy that uh. they did what I told them to do. <laughs> but, yeah, the corner, the, the wide receiver was staying there. The cornerback was standing, uh, covering about 10 yards off the ball, and Mahomes was just salivating to throw it over there, you could tell. And so he, he hikes the ball, he goes back, does the RPO, and he goes to throw it because you have to do it real quick. You know, you have to throw it real quick. And – about the time he got to stepping back in his throwing motion and Barrett was steaming down on him, he looked up and there's the cornerback running up. He was going to undercut that throw. Yeah. Oh, he no. he was, it would have been a pick six if he would have thrown it. Uh. Yeah. And he, he went to throw it and he went, Oh crap. And he pulled <laughs> it and Barrett chased him. Well, around good decision then, making there. Well, yeah. kind of. You run for your life. Yeah, he was screwed. It's about every time we shut him down with all of his. I know. Yeah, and we did what I said to do. Don't don't worry about trying to contain him. You know, we're fast. Yeah. Well, we just got after it. Yeah, he did have some good runs. I think he was Mm -hmm. their second leading rusher. Mm -hmm. He had like I forget how many yards he had. I I have it right here. Yeah, like statistically, they did. But yeah, he had 33 yards. And he got like 12 of that on the first play. I, I know. He had five carries. And then uh, Edwards Elaire had 64 yards. So they did have 100 yards total, 107 yards total. Rushing? Yeah. I know. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our run game was good too. Uh, that, that Fournette touchdown was beautiful. Uh, you know, he, he's re- he really he, – he's been a, a great addition to this team in so many different ways. I know. we he's It's like a two-headed dragon because, I mean, he got 89 yards and a touchdown, and Rojo has 61. You're mm-hmm. like, you can't – at 140-plus yards between the two of them? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank yeah. you. 
<laughs> you're just like, oh. like, are you gonna stop? You can't stop them. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them. Yeah, great game, man. Great game. We just we just played great all the way around. There wasn't. I didn't see any weaknesses. Even our special teams looked like they stepped it up. You know, mm-hmm. Dave Mickens. I mean, that initial he return. Was, he was in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, he was five running yards in the end, end zone. I love yeah. that. I was like, yeah. Yes. I get so nervous though, right there. I'm like, oh my god, a fumble. Yeah. That's like, oh my. And I probably should not think that I'm gonna jinx it one day, and I'm gonna be like, it's my fault. <laughs> That's on me, guys. Sorry. Um, but well, that first return, and he's running it out. And I was like, no. It's okay, though. He still got he got to the 30, 28, something like that. Yeah, so. something like that. Uh, but but I was more impressed with we didn't allow them to have any returns. I know. know. That's what I was Yeah, about. because that Miko Hardman is very fast. Yeah. yeah. And I... It was funny you had talked about how Jamel Dean was as fast as Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. And there was one play where he was going step for step with Miko Hardman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, okay, he is fast. Yeah, yeah. And, and Mahomes threw it to Hardman. And uh, Dean was right there. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. you could almost not see Hardman because Dean was right beside him. Hardman looked like his shadow. Yeah, you know, it was like if you didn't know that there was a Kansas City Chief player there, you wouldn't have known there was a Kansas City because yeah, you couldn't see you him. Couldn't see him. Jamal D was there, and it was ended up being incomplete. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about looking at that on the game film too, mm-hmm. and how Dean was used. Uh, you know, he he doesn't he's not on the field all the time. He he normally plays yeah fifty percent, sixty percent of the snaps. But uh, I want to see if we did have him out there with Hill any. And see if he kept up with him. But yeah, I mean, he kept up with Harmon. No, no yeah, problem like no at all. problem. Yeah, yeah. It, he actually looked like he was just kind of strolling. He he was like looking around, just like this <laughs> is consistently. That is how he always <laughs> looks. Like he doesn't even try. Like even when he's he's defending a pass, he just kind of like yeah, swats just, at it. You know, mm-hmm. like kind of lazily. I don't know. It's the it's like what you, it's so weird. Like he just looks like yeah. he's giving he, no effort, but yeah, he's he, successful. He doesn't, look, he doesn't look like he's running fast. Yeah, but he's keeping up with guys that are just like, uh, you know? <laughs> and he's just like. <laughs> What is it you call it? A, a baby giraffe, a gazelle? He's just like, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that was exciting. It was our secondary did a great job. I thought. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to look at it on the off twenty two to see how it really turned out. But yeah, they and, and Todd Bowles did just masterful, masterful. He was throwing so much stuff at so many different looks and things that. You know, Mahomes, he looked confused. I mean, besides the fact that he was mm. running around, you know, for his, for his life, he looked like when he looked down the field, he was just confused. Like, he was like, I don't know where to throw the ball. Oh and then when he did throw it, it was just, again, it was just throwing something up against the wall, see what would stick. Mm-hmm. And we'd bat it down or whatever. Levante David had a couple good pass defenses on Kelsey. That was beautiful. <laughs> and I noticed this, too. I mean, we were hitting these guys. We were being physical with them. Oh, yeah. And we were swarming them, too. Mm-hmm. It's like anytime someone caught the ball, there was one guy there who was covering him, and, and then five, five more. more. Yeah. <laughs> Just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. They're like teleporting there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if the first guy didn't get you completely, uh, uh-huh. you were just getting ready to get hit with five guys. But I noticed it was having an effect on the receivers. 
And that's old school football right there. You know, these guys were getting scared to catch the ball, mm-hmm. you know, because we were hitting them when they did, <laughs> you know. I love that. Yeah. I saw, I, and it surprised me. I saw Kelsey drop one where you could tell he felt David coming straight <laughs> at him. He was just like. He oh. didn't want to get ahead. No. Nah. <laughs> and that's surprising because that's Kelsey. He's tough. Yeah, And he's a big guy. He's, he's big huge. Yeah. But David was beating him up all night. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love Okay. Someone comment below if you know the answer to this. In all the videos afterwards, they all had those ski goggles on. What, what was, was that, that about? about? What yeah. was that? Yeah. I don't know. Was it just a thing they all had? Because they all had different colored mm-hmm. ones. And yeah. Some were Oakley. Some were Nike. Yeah. yeah. My favorite video, I think, was, wasn't it Devin White with the big ski goggles on? <laughs> and he's standing with Mike Evans. And <laughs> They're going, you the best. No, no you're the, you best. the best. No, we the best. <laughs> I love all those. Yeah. And then Jensen. My there was favorite. A, my favorite one. Yeah. Jensen and his little boy walking oh. across the field and his little boy puts on the helmet. It's kind, It reminds me of Drew Brees. Remember um, mm. when they won the Super Bowl and his little boy was there and there's all these like iconic pictures and stuff. That's what mm. it reminds me of. I always think of that. He was so cute with the big old helmet on. Oh, yeah. It's like he a was running head. down the field. Yeah. <laughs> Falling uh, over. <laughs> yeah. And then he fell at the uh, 50-yard line. It, just, it was, that was, that was just heartwarming. Oh, yeah. I, I, this was just one of those videos where you just you can't help but smile. Yeah. Uh, so but cute. then my favorite, my favorite thing was Ryan Jensen showing up pregame. <laughs> Everybody's wearing, you know, they're decked out in their finest. Ryan and he's Jensen, got a jacket. He's, he's got, got a blazer. blazer on yeah. And with a t-shirt underneath it with a picture of Tom Brady's draft picture <laughs> in his underwear. He's got like the like grandpa boxers, like yeah. a standard issue at any nursing home. It's like the classic Brady picture. And Jensen oh, bad was wearing that. And did you notice that uh, on the last victory formation after we snapped it when it was over and everything, Jensen and... Uh, Brady turned around and hugged each other. That was the first one. They've got a real good yeah, bond. a good bond. Yeah. Well, it was interesting in the speech that Tom Brady gave. First of all, I want to point out that in the um, in the ceremony, they let the cla- the Glazers talk, they let uh, Bruce Arians talk, and then they skipped to Brady. They did not let. Uh, Jason Light say anything, yeah, that, which I took exception me. to yeah. that. Yeah. I well, that was that, that was... stupid announcer, which he, he was He's wearing like a mask. journalist, isn't yeah. he? He was, yeah. He, he was yeah, like he, kind of interviewing them as, you know, yeah. instead of just emceeing the thing. I don't know. I didn't, and he was wearing a mask muzzle. I couldn't hear what he was saying. <laughs> Even Tom Brady said something to him. It was like, dude, get closer. I can't understand you. Yeah. I mean, he was like, he sounded like Bane. You know, he was like, Ugh. <laughs> And they're like, y'all won the Super Bowl. So. <laughs> but, yeah, it, they, they passed the trophy from the Glazers to Arians. And then Arians got up. He said something. And then Arians turned around and handed it to Jason Light. And Jason Light, you know, was standing there and he was saying something. And the announcer dude was like, uh, give that trophy to Tom Brady so we can talk to him. I was like, you jerk. I Although, know. you don't know, maybe, you know, Jason Light's known to not really like getting up in front of talking to people. Oh. So maybe they had said something beforehand like, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Jason didn't want to. But it still, I felt like. Yeah, it, it felt was, wrong. Yeah. He I mean, if anybody needs to get as much credit as you can give anybody, 
it's Jason Lightman. He, he at has, the very least should have been acknowledged. Like yeah. maybe he didn't want to get up there to say something, but you should have just acknowledged that all of this happened because of him. Yes. He was a huge part yeah. of that. He's the reason why we got Bruce Arians. He's the reason why we got Tom Brady. It's, mm-hmm. it's just. Our drafts have been phenomenal in the last Vea, few years. Devin yes. White. I know. You know I, I mean, mean just, the whole now. secondary. Yeah. Leonard yeah. Fournette. He built this team. Rojo. So. All our offensive linemen, you know, I just, mm-hmm. everyone. Yeah. Just, um, but Tom Brady's speech, if you listen to it, you know, the announcer being the jackal that he was, was just trying, you know, trying to make it all about Tom. And all Tom would talk about was mm. the team. He was just talking to the team. And it's funny because everyone's talking about this speech that Tom gave. It was a players only speech in the locker room before the game and ever all the journalists are talking the players kept talking about it so then the journalists were tweeting about it and then Devin White even added the Buccaneers social media and said hey can you get a video of this of the speech do you have uh-huh. a video of the speech like you need to post it oh. I was like ah I wish they had that. I know. It was crazy to me. I'm like, wow. Like, normally I I find the speeches like kind of lame. I know it's a part of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. But for it to be that impactful for the team, I think it it would be worth hearing. Mm -hmm. It would be interesting to know what it was that he said. Because whatever he said, it worked. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's what made them as great as they are. But yeah, 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 it didn't hurt. That's for sure. Yeah. but, you know, Tom Brady, he could have got up there and said, eat glazed donuts. And everybody had been like, touch Tom Brady. That's an awesome speech. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just because it's Tom Brady, it's going to be an awesome speech. Yeah. But, yeah, I want to hear it, too. Yeah. I love good speeches. For pos- posterity. It yeah. would be nice. Yeah. I've got $600 worth of stuff in my shopping cart on NFLshop.com. <laughs> the... Uh, <laughs> Buccaneers gear, Super yeah, Bowl all gear. the Super Bowl gear. Oh we gotta buy God. some gear. It's like ah, uh, I've spent way too much this year. Anyhow, I don't need to. You say that every year. I know this is year. special. It's different. This is different. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know the thing. We need to just get used to this because we got another year of this minimum, mm-hmm. minimum. You know, and if we could get a quarterback behind Brady, that I know we, nobody will ever be Brady again. I don't think, but. Mm-mm. If we get a quarterback that can, you know, just Just be, sit back and learn from him. Yeah. That's all I want. Yeah. Just yeah. learn. Then this could go on for a long time. Yeah. You know, I mean, look this, at the Packers. They had Brett Favre and then mm-hmm. got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Have had decades of not worrying about their quarterback. Yeah. I know. Never had to worry about that or never had to, uh, Never had that feeling before. This is the first time I've been like, wow, we're going into next year with the best quarterback in the league. I know. There's like no question. (laughs) He got through Breeze. He got (sighs) through Aaron Rodgers. And he got through Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, we just, we've ripped through everybody. Nobody, that's never happened before. Mm -mm. Where you've gone, a team has gone through that type of competition to get to the top. Mm -hmm. We beat, we beat. That's, I know. That was three right. Super Bowl champs. We beat three Super Bowl champs to get to the Super Bowl. Game. And our toughest opponent during the playoffs was the Washington football team. <laughs> like, we had the hardest time with the them. 
I can't believe Chase Young got defensive rookie of the year. Oh, that bastard. You know, all this stuff is such bullshit. Like, I know. We got like one pro bowler. We got no all pro. You know, it's like, get get out of here. It was disgusting to me that we only had one pro bowl guy. I mean, JPP definitely deserved it. Absolutely. Credit to him. No question. Uh, Which I noticed they double teamed him a lot in this game. (laughs) Yeah, they, they had a, a tight end or a fullback. How do you double? I, I watched Vita Vea get through three, three linemen guys. at one point. Mm-hmm. He was just so ridiculous. We were just throwing linemen around. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, it was sad. And there's that one picture of Pat Mahomes with Devin White on top of him, <laughs> JPP underneath of him, and he's like bent like a pretzel. <laughs> it was just, uh, Pat Mahomes, I mean, was bent like a pretzel. Yeah. It was, uh. Oh, yeah, he, he was hurting after that game for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's getting surgery on his foot. Yeah. Oh, that's, you know, he might have to become more of a pocket passer. You know, just yeah. can't, you can't rely on that stuff, man. But yeah, so the JPP is the only, but then think about this. Our football, that just goes to show how crappy all these talking heads and voters and pundits and all they are. They, you know, they just, they go to the shiny objects. You know, we're not a flashy team. We don't have the, you know, the Instagram followers that you got a half nowadays or yeah. whatever. You know, we just go in there and we grind it out. And uh, one, one pro bowler? Come on, man. No, all pro. I know. No, it didn't, didn't sue. He's all decade. I think, I think, um, didn't Levante get second team all pro? I don't know, but it, I can't it, remember. It, it's, it's those things. I know. Popularity contests, they're retarded. They're stupid. I, I don't. But yeah, it but just it, goes to show how fucking stupid they are. Yes, it really does. Like, they are absolutely meaningless. You got six Pro Bowls. I don't give a shit because you're on losing teams like all the time. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. I mean, let's, let's think about this. We, it's not like we snuck up on people. You know, it's not like we were hiding or it's not like we got lucky. I mean, we we went after the Kansas City game where we almost beat them in week 12, had our bye week, and then we just plowed through everybody, you know. And, you know, we, we go into the playoffs and everybody's like, oh, you know, Washington's defense, you know, they manhandled them. And then they go, oh, you know, uh, New Orleans, you know, they, they beat them twice and everything. And we manhandled him. And then, you know, oh, we got to go to Lambeau. And this is a, in the snow. In we're the not, snow. you know, and we don't get playing the cold. Rogers and all this. And yeah. we just manhandled him. It's not like nobody saw this coming, but it was like, it's just like they didn't want to accept it. <laughs> you know, like, I, no, I just don't, I don't think know. anyone knows football. Uh, speaking of which, that yeah. idiot Dan Orlovsky <laughs> tweeted. He's so dumb. He, I don't know how he has a job. Well, I see why he wasn't a quarterback because Ooh. he's an idiot. Um, but now he's like a pundit and he's also an idiot, which just goes to – I just – but he said uh, the Buccaneers defense kept giving the Chiefs looks that screamed run. And so why did the Chiefs not run the ball more? Yeah, because we stopped the run. That's what we do. Because you don't know anything about our fucking defense. Right. And it's meant to do that. Right. That is what we do. That is what I'm saying. These morons do not watch football. No. No. No no one watches the Buccaneers. 
And, and it's not that we have a defense that's designed to stop the run, you know, where we bring our linebackers down or extra safeties or whatever. No, we stopped the run with a forefront, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what we played this whole game. We didn't blitz that much. We had we rushed with four and we stopped the run. And, you know, they you've been hearing that all year long, that we're a blitzing team, we're a blitzing team. No, we're not. You know, and I've said that here on the podcast. I do not know where people get that from. Yes, we do blitz, but we don't blitz near as much as they say we do. At one point, they said we blitz like 39% of the time. I was like, no, no. It looks like we do, but we don't. You know, we're dropping guys back into coverage and blitzing other, you know, bringing other guys in, but we're almost always rushing four. And every now and then we'll rush five. You know, I consider that a blitz. You know, if you rush more than four, it's a blitz to me. But, you know, we do all that. We stop the run with four guys. You know, our we we can stop the run the run with just Vita Vea. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> <laughs> he'll yeah, tackle no, no. you with a lineman. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yes, yes, we pick the lineman up by the ankles and beat you. <laughs> uh, so you know, yeah, it looked like we were, you know, inviting the run, you know, by just having a four four front rush and. uh you know, if you don't know us, you would say that. You would be like, they're just inviting you to run. Why aren't they running more? Well, it's because that's what we did. We stopped the run by rushing four. We have four guys that can get to your quarterback and stuff your runner. You know, so if you watched football and you watched us, know. you know that. How did anyone pick the Chiefs to win this game? I don't understand. <laughs> we, were, we were all. I watched like half weeks, a game. We like, and I'm wow. like, yeah, no, this is not going to be close. Well, you. You know, there was a point, I think, for about 20 minutes Sunday where we started doubting. We were like, maybe yeah. we're wrong because yeah. everybody is. But then you went, nah. No. No. Well, it was, I did, you know, it was like after we put it out there in the podcast and then it was just out in the universe and mm. you kind of have to live with your words at that <laughs> point, you know, you kind of start and to second guess. Yeah, you yeah. like doubt yourself. Yeah. Like, what if we're wrong here? But God, there there is nobody in the league that's even close to being able to stop us. You know, it's next oh my gosh, and our division. I mean, they're all still rebuilding. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's going to be rebuilding. Yeah. Well, you know, they said that they're going to keep uh, Matty Ice. They're going to try to keep Julio Jones. Yeah, I don't think they're going to. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to do something with. They got to yeah, they got to do some of this contract. Yeah, I mean, they can't million? pay him forty million. But they, if they, if they trade him or cut him or whatever, it, I mean, it's like a hit of like thirty million or something. Well, and nobody wants that contract. No, right. So I mean, they saying, could maybe. still cut him, but they're going to have all that dead money. I'm sure. Right. No matter what. Yeah. So they're saying we'll probably keep him just because we can't afford to cut him or trade him. Good God. Yeah. But if that's true, that they're going to have to get rid of everybody else on the team. I know. <laughs> But they, you know, they're getting new coaches and everything. Yeah, so they're, they're in rebuilding. Yeah, Carolina's in rebuilding. They're. I don't think Carolina's ever going to be a threat. I don't think that coach is going to work out there. Yeah, uh, it's hard with the college coaches. You just never know. Yeah, and and that's it. He's got way too many college coaches. Yeah, uh, and it, it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then the, the Saints. You know, we'll see how. I, I don't think they're going to last long. No. You know, if Drew Brees retires, 
Um, I'm, I'm going to say that's it. The, the, I don't know. Are they going to have Jameis Winston as quarterback? I would love it. I don't honestly. know. Well, they paid all that money for Taysom Hill. Like, what is the point of signing him? I don't get it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But none of them are a threat. No. no. There's nobody in the league that's a threat. In the league, the whole league. I think we. I, they're, they're probably going to have to make a new law where we have to play two teams at once. <laughs> The slowest down. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody. There's nobody. I don't know. Yeah. I'm so happy. We did, this, was... we did this without no preseason, without no chemistry, team chemistry. You know, I mean, Tom Brady never even threw to Mike Evans till week one, you know, in a game. It, you know, come on, man. Come on, man. You've got, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's going to be ridiculous. It, I, I'm interested to see who's going to take the pay cuts to stay here. Uh, Sue's the big one I'm looking at. Well, he, remember, he didn't have an agent last year mm-hmm. to negotiate with the Buccaneers. And I think this year he's doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think negotiate. he'll give us a sweetheart deal. Yeah. You know, I think well, for another ring, this is his first one. Look yeah. how many teams he's been with. Yeah. And if he does it, because he's a head, you know, he's mm-hmm. a, he's a mercenary. You know, he doesn't. He's not a rah-rah team guy, but he has brought so much to our team. You know, he's mentored these young guys. I mean, they just look up to him like, like, a, like, a, like an idol almost, you know, and he's taught them so much. I feel like so many of these guys are like that. Like, I yeah. feel like JPP is like that too. Yeah, Fournette, uh, Shady McCoy. Yeah. Uh, Tom Brady, of course. I don't know what you can learn from Gronk, but... <laughs> How to shotgun a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. My favorite part. Oh, well, one of my favorite parts was the post-game interview with Mike Evans on the NFL Network. Yeah. And uh, Grog is in the background. He's like, come on, Mike, baby, let's go. What did he say? Uh, trying to party it up or get my party on. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. But mm-hmm. he's like talking to him through the interview. He's like, come on, I want to get my party on. Yeah. <laughs> and Mike was like, this is my first Super Bowl. I want to be partying, too. But I got <laughs> I gotta sit in I gotta do this thing. <laughs> that was so cool. But that's what they said about Gronk is he is just such an awesome, awesome locker room guy. Room guy. Yeah. Like he's so much fun to have mm-hmm. there. He's just like a party all the time. Like he's so cool. Yeah. And that stuff's vital. That's vital yeah. and you know, we've talked about this on the podcast, but when you have groups of guys together, especially you know, this is in the military, in sales, uh, whatever, when you have groups of guys that have a lot of downtime and you got that in football and practice and the locker rooms and meetings and all that stuff. There's a lot of downtime. You need that guy who makes it fun. You know, that everybody is like, you know, what's dude going to do today? Or, you know, mm-hmm. practical jokes or whatever. You know, Shane Sharp was kind of like that. And mm-hmm. Pat McCaffrey was like that. And, you know, these guys, it seems like every championship team has to have that, that one guy. And I heard nachos like that too. Oh, really? Everybody said nachos are really good. <laughs> Team guy. Oh, uh, I love guy. that. Yeah. I love that. I love the secondary. Well, I we talked about it earlier, how they're kind of trash talking and stuff. It, just these young guys. I just love it. No, Winfield. Winfield with the, was, with the peace sign. He got right up in his face, too, and he was like, mm-hmm. I want to make sure you see this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that was so, like you said, I didn't know it bothered him. I, I know. I didn't even I remember did, that it happened. I, I had no either. idea. Yeah. 
And in the post-game interview, he said, yeah, he backflipped in my face and gave me a peace sign. <laughs> so I just thought I would do it back to him. Oh, my God. It was great. It was great. What a great game. So awesome. <clears throat> but, you know, here, I'm going to bring it down a little bit. Why? A little, little depressing a little bit, maybe. Stop it. Uh, you know, the, the, the Nielsen ratings came out, and this is one of the worst football Super Bowls mm. that has been since like 2007, I think. I'm not real sure. I just I kind of skimmed the article. Uh, and we've noticed that, you know, because of COVID and stuff, we go out to the bar. It's not packed. You know, normally it's packed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we went to the Super Bowl. There wasn't a lot of people there. We were like the only people that were into it, our little group. And you know, we were having a good time and everybody else was just kind of there. Uh, and then people let, we were the last, we closed the bar down. I know, they kicked us out. Right. Like, we didn't even get to watch the, we had to watch the ceremony and everything later because yeah. they were like, oh, you got to go. And we saw shots on the table and they were like, you have to take those or else we got to take them back. And I was yeah. like, we paid for those. Like, you're not taking them anywhere. So, you know, it, it's, I, I don't know. I, and I said this, uh, Less than a decade ago, but I said football's got to do something because it's it's going to be a shell of itself if they if they're not careful. You know, you, you've got fantasy football, you've got analytics, you've got stats, you've got all these things that you know they make football fun as long as football doesn't make them the focus, and that's what it's done. You know, football's you know people are trading at free agents. You know, they're like, oh, I want to get this guy because he's got you know this many touchdowns and this much yards and bring it to the team and he'll add that. You know, but that's not how it works. You know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot more to football than just stats and analytics and stuff like that. Um, I would argue that's not it. I would argue a lot of people, particularly women, watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. And mm. the commercials have gotten away from being funny. And now every mm. commercial is a lecture or mm. a finger wag or a, you know, some kind of virtue signaling. And it's like, no, I don't want that. Like, that is not what the purpose of sports. It's, I mean, sports are a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And you know, there are a lot of important things there and there are a lot of important things outside of all these social issues. Yeah. You yeah. know, yeah, like that, we don't have to make everything about that. So I think the NFL and, you know, the advertisers have really done themselves a disservice by getting away from what makes Super Bowl great. Mm -hmm, and it mm -hmm. is the commercials are part of it. Yeah, They're a huge yeah. part of it, especially for women. Used to and, be for sure, yeah. Yeah, and they've really gotten away from it. I would say in the last three or four years, it's really. They've, now, there was one commercial. It wasn't a Super Bowl commercial. It was they put it out before the Super Bowl with uh, the T-Mobile one with Tom Brady and Gronkowski. That was hilarious. Which I, I wouldn't, you know, I would never have seen it if I was a, a Buccaneer fan. I yeah, think. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. But I, th I think it's a, it's a combination of all that stuff, and you know, I, I do worry about the league because it's not. I don't know, man. You know, you've got so so much so much stuff that's not football. Yeah. You know, up in football, mm -hmm. statistics are they're a tool. Mm -hmm. You know, the, you listen to this podcast. You know, I say that all the time. But mm -hmm. if you rely on statistics to understand football or to 
do anything with football, you're just going to be a failure. It's going to be, it's mm-hmm. going to, you're going to fall on your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantasy football is great, but I think too many people watch football now because of fantasy football. You know, they're watching their player to see if their player can score points. You know, I'm guilty of it. You know, I watch a lot of times I, you know, I usually have three games going on at one time and I'll usually have at least one that's one of my fantasy guys, you know, I'll have division games going on, but then I'm like, oh, you know, I've got this guy with Buffalo, so I'm going to watch Buffalo. And I think that's, you know, it, it might be bringing eyes to the sport, but it's it's undermining the sport at the same time. So, you know, I, that's just me going on a rant. Uh, it saddened me to hear that the this Super Bowl was not viewed as much. But then again, you know, it's Nielsen, and people aren't watching TV like they used to mm-hmm. anymore. But, like I said, you know, we were out of the bar and it was you know, when we pulled up. I was like, "Damn, there ain't as much many people here as it was for the NFC Championship." Yeah. And we go in, and there, you know, there was one little group of Chiefs players, and then there was our group of Buccaneers, and that was it. You know, I mean, there were some other people spread out amongst the tables, but you know, just I don't know. It, it didn't feel the same this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, I know the, the sickness sad. had a lot to do with it, mm-hmm. but you know. It, I don't know, man. I'd like I'd like to see football get back to you know, manliness and toughness and character, you know, character, not personality, character. You know, that's one thing I like about Tom Brady and our team. It seems like our team we've got a lot of character. Very few personalities. We got a lot of character. You know, we got the Domicon Sue, great lot. You know, a massive amount of character with him. JPP, massive amount of character. Uh, Barrett, you know, to Jensen. You know, these guys are just, they're, they're good characters, not, mm-hmm. you know, not personalities. They're, you know, they've got their own uh, personal declaration of independence, their, their own constitutions mm-hmm. they live by. You know, yeah. they've got these, these things that, you know, like JPP is just, you know, he's all about toughness and mm-hmm. fighting through injuries and just go out there and play as hard as you can all the time. And you, you hear guys say, you know, talk and stuff like that, but... He does it, you know. I mean, he literally has his fingers blown off. He breaks his neck. He's got knee issues. He's a, and it never stops him. He just goes out there, plays and plays and plays. I was listening to Pat McAfee today, and he said JPP taught him not to hold fireworks anymore. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, I don't do that because JPP told me not to." <laughs> but we don't. We don't have guys that you know get up there on the after the. The press conference or during the press conference, all dressed up in crazy stuff, and, yeah. You know, talking all crazy and, and stuff. Oh, like. Winfield this- was he had the um, he had the the goggles and then a WWE belt. Remember that? That was funny. <laughs> that was funny. But I'm talking about on the regular guys who yeah. are more personality than they are. Yeah. Characters. Was it Ocho Cinco that used to do that? Like dress yeah. up in the different outfits? No, no, that was, was the Washington guy. <sighs> but yeah, Ocho Cinco was. Yeah. And Terrell Owens and yeah. all those guys. But anyhow, that's my rant. Uh, you know, I do worry about the state of the NFL. But, hey, it, if it collapses now, at least we've got, <laughs> we, got another, we got two Super Bowls and the GOAT. So. Never never lost a Super Bowl. Buccaneers have never lost a Super I Bowl. I know. There was that, like, hour before the game. You're like, oh, we're either going to be really happy tomorrow really happy or really sad. sad. Yeah. And we were really happy. I've been happy. Yeah. I'm going to be happy for months. I know. 
Uh, normally during this part of the year, I kind of hibernate. Mm-hmm. We take a little time off because, yeah. you know, the grind, the football grind is a lot. But Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do that this year, but we'll uh, – I, normally we pick up the podcast. We actually do more podcasts during the off season. It's strange. We, get, we did not last season, though. Well, um, last season was yeah, for was everybody. Yeah. But, you know, we've got – during the season, we've got football to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, all the all twenty two and all that good stuff. So I I don't ever read articles. I don't pay attention to the talking heads mm-hmm. or the media or nothing. But during off season, that's when I start focusing on them people. Yeah, those people. Those people. Yeah. So lot lot going to be going on this off season, man. I know we're on. already signing futures contracts with players, and Mike's uh, already talking about yeah. giving up some salary to make sure we can squeeze yeah. some people in. Uh, free agency, I think, starts March, March. Uh, mid March. I want to say the fourteenth, but it might be the seventeenth. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll be doing a preview, quite a few previews on that. We'll do the Buccaneers. We'll do. I don't know how we're going to divide that up yet. Offense, yeah. defense, who knows? Position group. Um, and then we'll go through the Know Your Enemies, too. So we will have all that content coming up in the next several weeks to get us through, maybe. Yeah, we'll keep you up to date on what's, what's going on around the league, and especially in our division. It's always important for us. Oh, did you hear Antoine Randall L. is going to the Lions staff? Really? You know, he was an offensive assistant mm-hmm. with the Buccaneers, mm-hmm. and he is going to be the wide receivers coach for the Detroit Lions. So we lost our first coach. Yeah, yeah. Everybody was talking about why Byron Leftwich and Todd Bowles didn't get head coaching interviews and stuff like that. And I'm like, shh, I know. <laughs> don't. Don't let them leave. Let's let's. I know. You know Give us another year, please. Another year, please. Something. Yeah. Don't bring attention to these guys. They're I awesome. I know. Want to keep them? Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a rob. I did feel like they got a little robbed, but at the same time, selfishly, I'm like, please stay. Don't Again, go. Again, I think it's because people don't pay attention to football. Yeah. You know, everybody think thinks that right. old Byron left which he's got. One, he's got Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Two, he's got Tom Moore sitting back there designing game plans. At three, he's got Bruce Arians, who everybody thinks is the real play caller. And mm-hmm. all this so how much does Byron Leftwich actually do? Yeah. You're like, uh. Todd Bowles, you know, he did, he had his stint at the Jets. He got mm-hmm. a, he got stiffed there. Uh, he got a really bad deal with the ownership and all that good stuff. So, so everybody sees him as already a, kind of a washed-up head coach. But now – after what we did to the Chiefs. Whoa, he is going to be in high demand. Oh, my God. Everybody's looking at these guys going, hmm. We might well, should have interviewed them. And, again, that's the thing, too, is that our defense did not – I mean, they came on during the regular season, but it wasn't until we got Vita back, I think. Well, I mean, they played – no, they played well before Vita yeah. came back. But yeah. they played very well in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. it's like, what if we never made it to the playoffs? They never would have hit their stride. It's like with SMB. Like, what would we have been saying about SMB right. had yeah, we not made it to the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because once he hit the playoffs, man, he was like a totally different he player. He just took off. Yeah, he, he just, just excelled. Off. And then, wow. I know. mean, just a complete turnaround. I Honestly, if we did not make the playoffs, my position on SMB would have been, eh, I think we could probably upgrade there. Mm-hmm. But yeah. now I'm like, no, yeah. extend him. What? Can we? Is it too early for that? Give him $50 million, I don't care. <laughs> High speed. 
<laughs> in the league. All right, we need to wrap this up. All we're right. going over time. All right, we're going to, we're going to have the uh, All-22 Tiffy for you. It's coming out tomorrow, video one. Hopefully, hopefully I'll have it done tomorrow. Uh, and then, of course, you know, it's probably going to be at least four videos, so it'll stretch out, probably get one out a day. Give us a little bit more football, you know, st- stretch it out for a little bit longer, as long as we can. And uh, we'll, we'll probably have more Super Bowl talk next time because there's plenty of stuff I'm sure I wanted to talk about that I forgot to talk about. I know. We got to do, well, we'll do the film review when you finish that. Yeah, yeah. So we got that. Yeah, we came to this with no notes or anything. No. Right? Shooting from the hip. Shooting from the hip here. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up for us. Till next time. Go Bucks. Super Bowl winners. What? What?